from the Three Story Method Podcast Network. This is the Serial Fiction Show. I'm Christine Daigle. And I'm J.P. Reinbush. Welcome to the Writer's Serial Fiction Show. If you haven't listened to today's story, we'd encourage you to pause and go listen to Pseudonym's episode on our companion podcast first. We can only play half the episode. So if you like what you hear, check out the full episode free on Vela. The links to the podcast and the Vela episode are in the show notes. So Christine. So JP. How's your week been? Really good. Excellent. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> well, do you want me to elaborate no? on that? Is I guess that I could. Yeah, no, it's been good. Okay. Goodbye. We're done. Uh, yeah, no, it's been good. Molecule Thief has been like on the front page of Ella for five days. So I just mm-hmm. keep watching it, <laughs> expecting it to get kicked off, but it has not. Mm-hmm. So that makes me happy. Probably by the time this is podcast it? is out, it will be off. But hey, I was happy for five days. So there you go. Well, it's excellent. That is fantastic news. And I'm super excited for you because that, uh, series is excellent i really enjoyed reading it yeah how about you yeah how's your week uh it's been good okay so here's the thing i really hate to-do lists i think they're dumb (laughs) i'm gonna complain about this every time i get a chance to tell someone how dumb i think to-do lists are because they work and that's the part that makes me so angry (laughs) So I had a to-do list. It was working great. I stopped doing it. And because it was I have working like great? Three... Yeah, because it's that's literally my life. I'm like, oh, something's working great. Goodbye. Um, uh, whatever. Uh, that's probably something to unpack later. Um, so yeah, I stopped doing the to-do list. And then I was like, oh, I have three really big projects that I need to work on. And like, I need to make continued progress on all three of them and my brain was like oh why don't you try a to-do list and then I was super productive <laughs> like That's I hate awesome. it so much uh it makes me so mad um but I'm very productive and I have been moving along which is great um nerds sorry something jingled in my ear nerds, nerds. has uh a Christmas part two two-parter special and a new year's two-parter special that we're just kind of going crazy on um love it which i'm really excited to drop those and we're also planning on moving to sundays for our one episode a week oh that's probably smart i did release on saturdays tuesdays and saturdays but the saturdays is probably not smart it probably should be more like sundays than wednesday maybe i'll do that at some point in the future i don't know that's probably a good strategy um, but yes, so I have those two part specials. And you had a Halloween two part special. So yeah, I you're know on we probably here. are gonna be doing holiday two part specials because uh we have a lot to say on holidays, apparently. I love that you can get that together. I can't get it together enough to do that. But you have such a great episodic mm-hmm. nature to your cereal that it just works beautifully. So that's so cool. Yeah, uh, it's been really fun because of where it's located is very close to like basically where I grew up, kind of. Um, So we're basically writing it week to week as if it's actually the week in the year. And so by doing that, we've been able to kind of do a changing of the seasons and having this kind of cool um, political campaign grow and all this craziness and it's all going to come to a head uh, next year 
because uh, we will be planning to end this series season end this season uh, in probably November of next year. Nice. That's, That's great. Yeah. So, Christine. So, JP. Uh, we should talk about pro writing aid. Yes, we should. So, I really like the summary report, uh, which you can run, and then it runs all of its features, and it basically gives you this like report card uh, with percentages, and it tells you what you're good at and what you're not so good at. Yeah, and I love that percentage because that really helps seeing if you're. Uh, manuscript is working overall. You know, yeah, there's the spelling and the grammar, but also the style. I like mm-hmm. to have good style. So I love that summary report. And you can just easily easily click to the different sections. Uh, you know, if maybe your spelling is good, but your style is not so good, you can just click right there. Make style improvements. Everybody yeah. likes to be stylish. Definitely. And like, one of the things I like is being able to change what the ranges are for your report. So you're not just looking at this as if it's any old piece of, of written text. You're, you may be specifying it to your specific genre that you're writing in. So like mm-hmm. it could be for young adult um, or it could be a more academic piece of literature. And in that case, like these ranges for expectations for how you start sentences, for how you, how much dialogue tags you use, like that's going to change. And yeah. it's really fun to see where you are in line with the average of your written text that you are trying to emulate in one it, sense or another. Yeah. It compares me to Stephen King. I think that's just the default. I think I need to change that. <laughs> but hey, but that's the fun part. There are worse people to be compared to. I don't Indeed. know what that meant. <laughs> I don't either, which is why I'm I just, just, like, I, just <laughs> I just meant that Stephen King is a good writer. So that's okay. I'll take the comparison. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah, I really like all of that for sure. Me too. Go check it out for writing.com. Serial 20. It'll get you 20% off. S E R I A L 20. Not like the breakfast, but like the killer. Like just like in Stephen King's books. Okay, so you bring us into this tale with a narrator that is practically assuring us that James Smith is completely unremarkable in every way, almost to the point where I question if I can trust the assurance from the narrator. That hooked me into wanting to read more and see through this facade of James Smith. How do you go about crafting these first few lines, and why did you choose to start off the serial in this way? So, as everybody's aware, um, hooks are supposed to draw the readers in. So, my hook for my character, James being a very simple and average person, is supposed to make the reader feel intrigued, I guess. It's relatable because most of us are average with a few quirks thrown in that make us who we are. So, James is quirk that makes him hate the serial killers, call centers, I mean. And his just averageness isn't really mind. So the fact why he's so average, that just makes the reader, the simplicity of it all just makes the reader like it. Yeah, nice. So when uh, JP and I were reading your first episodes, we kind of saw that maybe the theme was something about sometimes we don't see that we're the monster of our story. And we see this in his uh, disbelief of his inner evil voice, and also in the fact that he hates call centers and works at one. 
So you've kind of made him into the thing that he hates the most and his own monster, his own uh, source of disgust. Do you think about theme at all when you're writing your serials? So I wanted James Smith's story, the theme, to reflect real life. Because I've seen people be hypocritical. They're the things that they hate. And they just... So I wanted it to... I wanted readers to be able to connect to real life with the story. And that's how I wanted them to be able to relate to the story. It wasn't intentional at first, but it kind of just warmed itself into the story. And then that's how I started writing that. Gotcha. And so when we look at character, uh, explicitly James, uh, and we look at his wants and needs, it seems like he wants to just be blissfully unaware of the things that he's done. Um, but really, he needs to come to terms with who he is. And in terms of antagonist, it's really this inner monologue, this inner voice. Uh, and really, it's to want is to antagonize James and to criticize him. But his need is for James to see and accept this truth. How does your character creation process look like? And do you think about wants and needs for your characters? Yeah, so my character construction process is usually I first write in a profile for them. I basically meet them in the writing. So I write what they like to do, what they want to do, their interests, their needs. And then after I write all the outward stuff, I write the inner mind, uh, the psychological profile, I guess. Excellent. So I want it. I want the the James's psychological profile to be man versus self. So the conflict is between him and him, him himself. That's how I wrote him. Yeah, and you really see that in the first episode where his inner voice is laughing at him and mocking him and judging him um, and judging him for judging other people for taking the memory pills when he's done the same thing himself and ultimately reminding him that uh, he's murdered before. So at the end of the episode, he has this choice where he's taken money from his boss's uh, computer and or gotten her bank account information is going to take money from his boss and if he does that he's going to be a criminal he's going to be aware of that and maybe kill again and at the end he makes the transfer so how do you go about thinking about conflict in your scenes or scene construction in general so when my characters go into a situation i like to imagine that beforehand so I plan for it once I create it and then I expand on it. I think what I would do myself if I was in the character's place. And then I I write an outline for that and then I tinker with it. And then I run through that and that's how I create my scenes. Speaking of these scenes, uh, this first episode is written as call logs and almost like a recording of uh, James's thoughts that the narrator is reviewing and making commentary on to the reader. How did you go about planning and constructing scenes using that format? So it's an omniscient third person narration. 
So the narrator would know everything about them and also the time that it took place. It's like a police report, basically. And that's foreshadowing right there. But And then using that, because I know everything about James, I write out the narration. I judge him. I write the times out. I write the date. I write all of that to write a real timeline for James's story, like a police report. So you have several serials posted on Vela. Uh, I see about six. Uh, what have you learned about the platform, and how has your release schedule been working? So you should, for me personally, I like to upload on Sundays or Mondays due to, due to the fact that um, you get faves on Mon- on af- on Sunday, so readers can give that to you. And also, I like to front load when I start a serial, m- upload m- multiple episodes so that the reader can get hooked onto the serial and like it, and then they can just r- binge all of it, but then they have to wait for the next, which really gets them to read it, I guess. Yeah. So your character, James, uh, seems to have a a lot of struggle between what he does and what he thinks. Uh, He's very different on the surface than he is on a deeper or internal level. Do you have any tips on how to craft characters who have a different external voice than an internal voice? I thought of it the way that the Japanese say that you have three faces. The first face you show to the world, the second face you show to your close friends and fam- and your family, and in your third face you never show anyone. It's just you stripped bare. Just your personality and nothing else. So you focus on writing what people appear to be because everybody wears those masks in their daily life. The the first mask they use in when they talk to people in their when they go to work when they do anything that involves people that they don't know and then the second mask they use when they talk to people that they do know personally and then the third mask they only show to themselves because they're afraid that people judge them for who they are so and that's how I incorporated this Japanese three masks into my writing. And that's a good way to write it. It's really interesting. I like that theory. So serial fiction is fast paced and it can be hard to get feedback on your writing ahead of time. How do you use beta readers for your serial? And uh, what about editing? So I use beta readers to give me advice and puts I think I need work and just the basic overall. And that really helps because they can give, yeah, they play the role of a publishing company and editors. They show me something I wouldn't normally see from my own perspective. So that really helps me. And for editing, sometimes I hire people out, but usually it's just me nitpicking my own story, trying to find faults in it, then showing it to beta readers and then running it through a few writing um, editing softwares like Pro Writing Aid or Grammarly. Pro Writing Aid is the best. <laughs> so, 
When thinking about a Vela structure and how the first three episodes either make or break a reader, what went through your thought process on the first three episodes and hooking in your ideal readers? So I did what most authors do and left the readers on cliffhangers for the first three episodes so that they unlock my other episodes. They get into the story. They start reading it because if they were bland and boring, people don't really care if the story gets better as you go. They want the beginning to be good. And that's the ultimate factor that they use to decide whether the story will be a good read or not. So that's why I incorporated into my story, putting in hooks. Do you have any plans to continue this story or is this serial complete? As of right now, I do have plans to complete it. There is a second phase in the works, which I plan to upload in in coming weeks. Excellent. And do you have any other writing plans in the works or that you're dreaming up? Yeah, I have another piece of work that I'm also focusing on. It's a fantasy story. It's called The Journey Past and Present, which I'm really just focusing on right now due to its success. Great. And so as a final question, what would you say to someone looking to start a serial? I would tell them to outline it, to make sure it's really good, to put the polished part on Vela once you show it. And each episode should be a hook and you shouldn't, and you shouldn't just upload your regular book broken into parts on Vela because then the reader wouldn't enjoy that. Yeah, 100% agree. So thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you. Our thanks today to Pseudonym for letting us break down their episode. We want to thank you for listening to the Reader Serial Fiction Show. If you know someone who might enjoy the show, send them your favorite episode link. And if you want to leave an Apple podcast review, we read all of them and use your suggestions. You can also leave a comment on the episode on our website, SerialFictionShow.com. We'd love to hear from you. And finally, we have a Patreon where you can get Serial Fiction Show episodes early. We also have tons of other things in the works. So check us out at Patreon.com slash Serial Fiction Show. Thanks. And we'll see you next time with another Serial Fiction episode. And And that's that's a wrap. wrap. If you haven't listened to today's story, we'd encourage you to pause and go listen to Pseudonym's episode on our companion podcast. Podcast. <laughs> the words didn't come. I want what a podcast. Does a podcast come in its own pod? Podcast. Meow. Meow. Um, that sounded like an 80s thing. Like, <laughs> and that's a All rap. of our things sound like 80s thing. Do, 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 do. And that's a rap, rap, rap. I don't know what that was. That all oh, started to get all baby sharkish. Come on, everybody, skip it. <laughs> <laughs>
That was an 80s commercial. Maybe it was a 90s commercial. I don't know. Close enough. <laughs> All I can think of is, where's the beef? Where's the beef? Clap on. Clap off. Clap off. Clap on, clap on, clap, clap on. Welcome to the, the Serial clapper. Fiction Show. 